The killer, like many assassins, came in the night. The distant, echoing boom of gunfire and the lazy but deadly arc of machine guns' tracer sounds seeking out their target across the windswept countryside would help hide his presence. And tonight would be one of his easiest assignments. His victim was a fifteen-year-old boy. He checked his watch. His timing was good. He was in position. First choice. Make it look like an accident. A broken neck. Second choice. A shot to the head and dispose of the body. It made no difference to him. The wind had veered from the east to the north. There was a colder bite to it, and he thought of the soldiers lying out there on the waterlogged ground. They would not have slept for days, and with almost constant gunfire and the demands of patrolling, exhaustion and the cold would have eaten into them. The steady chattering of the soldiers' machine guns, a couple of kilometers away, was a comfort to him the staccato rhythm like music to his ears. The ground-sucking crump of mortar fire and the thud of distant artillery blended in his senses. Some of his happiest days as a soldier had been spent killing, but now he offered a more personal service in his lucrative trade of murder. He was being paid impressive money for this job, so whoever this kid was, someone badly wanted him dead. He checked his watch again, and then eased a nine-millimeter semi-automatic pistol from his waistband. Better to have it ready. Out in the darkness, a few minutes away from where the killer waited, fifteen-year-old Max Gordon jogged along the thin strip of tarmac. His dad had been right in sending him to school here. These past three years had built up his strength and agility, and he decided to enter one of the junior triathlon contests. Extreme sports were the real test of nerve and skill. Next year there would be a junior extreme competition in the French Pyrenees, and Max wanted to compete in the downhill mountain bike race, snowboarding, and wild water kayaking, every one a big adrenaline rush. He knew it was ambitious, but he had the stamina and physical strength now. These extra late-night training runs were paying off. Although it was nearly pitch black, Especially when the North Atlantic weather fronts roared in from the coast, there was always enough ambient light to see the tarmac ribbon guiding him around the dinosaur-like boulders. His breathing settled as he locked into a perfect pace. Across the landscape, firepower crisscrossed the night. Explosions were much further away, and parachute flares jigged ineffectively in the sky as the buffeting wind swept them away. But he was safe where he was. The commandos and paratroopers were in a designated training area and were no threat to him here. Another four kilometers on the loop back and he turned for home, have a hot shower, and then bed. Then he heard a sound that didn't belong. Instincts focused his senses. A soft metallic click about twenty meters ahead. There was a curved bowl worn away into the hillside probably made by animals seeking shelter over the years, and that was where the noise had come from. Max knew there shouldn't be any soldiers about here, and caution slowed his pace. The wind had shifted slightly, to dead ahead, and that was why he had heard the noise, like a car door being pressed gently closed, or an automatic pistol being cocked. In less time than it took to think, 
he veered off the road and into the gorse, putting on a turn of speed and feeling the needle-sharp foliage scratching his legs. Just as he glanced back, a shadow moved from behind a sheltering boulder and then disappeared again. Whoever was out there knew what he was doing, and there was no doubt in Max's mind that the shadow was after him. He pounded across the dangerously uneven ground, risking a twisted ankle. A fall would put him at the mercy of whoever was chasing him, but he had no choice. He needed to put distance between himself and his pursuer. Arms pumping, eyes streaming with tears from the cold, he glanced around and saw the blurred shadow coming at an angle towards him.